Hey, this is Keith Price, and I am so glad that you have become a part of the Keith Price's Curtain Call family. It is really great that you guys are enjoying it, and I really, really feel like I want to give you guys more and do more for you. And the only way that I can do more is if I can get a little bit of help from you. So what I would like to ask of you is that you check out, if you're listening to the podcast, to the Patreon page that I have started in which I'm asking that if you have an extra buck or two that you could throw over to the side once a month, I would be very appreciative. As time goes on and the more support that I can get and the more energy that I can create, behind this, it will give me the opportunity to reach more people. And the more people that love theater in the world makes the world a better place. So www.patreon.com slash Keith Price Curtain Call. Help a brother out. Come on now. Help a brother out. Thanks a lot. Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. Yes, 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 yes. We are back, and welcome to Keith Price's Curtain Call. And I have a new venture for you. We, you know, most of you who do listen, I don't know how many of you know that I do have a whole history in the life as a comedian, and I still do from time to time do a little something-something here and there. (laughs) And I always felt really bad because when I started doing this podcast with theater, I just realized that I have, like, basically cut off my other arm. You know what I mean? Like, I I feel like it's all a part of that. How are you going to do a pirouette with just one arm, Keith Price? Hello? Hello? That that, that throws your balance all the way off. And so I was trying to think of a way, because I feel like, you know, you guys don't realize that a lot of the comedians that I do know love them some Broadway, A. B... Been known to do a little choreography or two, Uh like my next guest. (laughs) And C, at the same time, is, you know, I think it's it's another form of the performance art that I feel like it'd be really great to share with an audience that may not necessarily know a lot more about comedy. And and also for those comedians that may not be as versed as Broadway, like I would like for some of them to be, but Mm -hmm. they'll be coming down the line. Some of them will have their stuff together. (laughs) You can probably read me a little bit lately. No, it's okay. You know, I'll have to. Do it. But I, I was like, but I want to have it. So, but it's like a separate thing, so that my comedian friends will feel just as comfortable as my Broadway friends do. And so, I'm bringing to you now my first guest to what we would like to call Keith Price's curtain call, presenting Lavender, Lavender Laugh Lounge. Yeah, baby. Look at the graphics. Wait, am I hot. your first Lavender You're Laugh? My first Lavender oh, Laugh Lounge guest. I feel like I just won a Tony. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Maybe like an EGOT even. Like I feel like I need, I might start a little crying, like I need a little speech. Where are my people like to handle this? Like I, I It's been good. I'm having so, a tear here. So my guest is my friend and fellow comedian and hilariously funny. This girl is Ugh. cray, cray, cray. No Miss, pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Allison Castillo, how girl? How you doing? Oh, Welcome Mr. to the curtain call. Welcome Price. to the lounge. I'm, I'm in, I'm in a lounge of lavender. Uh, a eh? lounge. What could be better? Come I'm running on. through the fields of lavender laughter. <laughs> I might make some soap. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Oh my God, Allison Castillo! First of all, it's been too long, eh? It's been way too long. Let's you know. And you know what's so fun is that what people don't know is that uh, you know in the world of comedy, everyone comes in with their own acting and theater experiences. Even though people may kind of just some people just stay in comedy, some mm-hmm. people love 
you know, branch out and do theater. And it's really nice because I love the fact that there's an appreciation. Oh, there's you a, know there's an appreciation, appreciation on this side Girl. So Well, I mean, you of course were part of the famous um group Preissenberg. Uh, yes. If we might talk about that yes, for a moment. Yes. I wonder we have to find a video um, somewhere and oh, post it. I might have a little bit of video oh, somewhere. Oh my, my god. Um, oh god. You know what I do? In fact, I have the best one uh when we sang Human Nature. Okay. Oh. I have it. I will send it to you. And we must post. It's hilarious. It's really oh my god. Hilarious. I yes. think I need to explain to our <laughs> listeners <laughs> that um, I used to run a show called Sweet Paprika, and Keith used to do the show a lot, mm-hmm. but he also did it as as a comic, but also as part of my quote-unquote backup singing dancing group, yes. Preissenberg. Yes. Keith Price and Ophira Eisenberg, hence yes. Preissenberg. Um, so we did a lot of closing numbers and, you know, a little nod to the musical theater we all love so much. Oh, my so, God. Human nature. Oh, my God. Glamorous that was hilarious. Life. Come on. Oh, Glamorous Life with the live drummer. Yes! With the live female drummer. That yes! was amazing. And that's at the Daryl Roth 2, DR2. See, I'm I sorry. At the DR2. You're DR2, good. DR2, Hello. Honey. Thank you. Thank you, DR2. We space to work our choreography out. And I'll never forget because that woman drummer was in Sandra Bernhardt's show, I believe, that was at the Daryl Roth at that time, yes. and that's how we met her, and she is a fantastic, amazing drummer. And she said after, to me, she was like, oh, I thought it was just going to be like this little thing. Like, she didn't realize that we were going <laughs> all show. out, and like, she was actually doing the Sheila E. drumming on Glamorous Life. I was like, oh no, I was like, we are a five, six, seven, eight yes, kickball honey. change. And, we had you know, Ripley facing Greer's, away from the mirror. Yes, <laughs> away from the mirror. We have that curtain in front of that mirror, honey. Oh, my God. Oh, my Living God. I Broadway love that dream. curtain in front of that Are mirror. Are you kidding? Oh, Ripley Greer. Oh. Ripley Greer. Shut up. I was just there the other day for a press event, and I was, like, having this moment, like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm still stomping at those stomping grounds. You know, I, I don't know if you know. Do you know that I just... I'm sorry. What am I? I just had a moment of like complete. I forgot you were at the show. <laughs> As I was about to be like, do you know that I uh, directed a show that you were at? Yes. Yeah, you do know. So you know, and that's where we do all our. Uh, Your rehearsal we're at our, space. We're we're Ripley Greer fans. Oh my through and gosh. Through. We are. We stay strong and we stay committed. With Jeffy Cabetta. Jeff Cabetta, amazing. Who, amaze, by the way, amaze. I have. I have. I'm having like this epiphanous moment of things that I'd like to do mm-hmm. and one of them involves me having someone like Jeff Cabetta to just kind of go you know there was that time when I saw Chicago and then all of a sudden there's the vamp you know dun, what I mean? dun, dun. and I don't uh, have to say anything of course he kn- that's I mean him. he is a, like he's like the John McDaniel I've always wanted he- <laughs> But could never have. But, but kind of could have, have as but Jeff Cabetta. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's he's still going strong. I mean, he is, you know, directing cabaret, musical directing cabaret right and left. And Nikki Sorrentino, we both work, work mm-hmm. with her. Fantastic. And having so much fun. And it was great. Great experience. So Loved it. This is great because, you know, as a comedian, you know, we have our side of, of what we like to do. And then it also gives us this eye into other things. Mm. And so you just mentioned that you started to do some directing. Yeah. Which... So, <laughs> How how is that compared to just getting on stage doing your own stuff? Uh, well, it, it's funny because you know Jeff was looking for someone to direct the show, and he said, "You know, do you want to direct the show?" And of course, my first response is, "Well, I'm not a director." And he was like, "Just do it." And I was like, "Okay." So, <laughs> sorry, Nikki. Um, so I jumped in, and um, 
I think one of the best things about it, first of all, is just working with people I love who are so talented and fun to work with. And But what's interesting is trying to work with someone else on comedy teaches you so much about doing comedy. And, you know, everything I would say to Nikki, I'd be like, oh, right, Allison, you should be doing that. <laughs> like, you know? Like, I'd be like, Nikki, you walk in that room. You are the MC. You inform the audience Mm -hmm. what the show's going to be like, that they're going to have a good time, how they're going to feel. And I was like, oh, right. I should do that when I get on stage, huh? Like, (laughs) instead of crying before before I get to the stage, (laughs) after they call my name, I'm just in tears. Like me, please, please like the audience. That's how I usually approach. Um, You know, why isn't that guy laughing? You know, so it, it was that, that was a really great kind of unexpected I guess I should have expected it but it it was a little bit of an unexpected plus that I got from working with her it was just because I don't know if you've ever tried to talk to someone about how to deliver comedy or I have I I, you know it's always interesting because I I forget though that I'm a different type of comedian than most people I you know my my energy is more like the storyteller so Mm -hmm. that gives me a lot more freedom Mm -hmm. in order to find ways to make things funny so it's not necessarily the same as some that are planning on coming in and setting up and punching. And right. so you have to, you know, when you're talking to someone who's a setup, a puncher, you know, you kind of have to let them know, like, your setup has to be fierce. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, honey, because we've, we all have the bad girlfriend. We've all had the bad boyfriend. So that setup needs to pop, honey. <laughs> another one, another thing I need to listen to. <laughs> I used to say, I can wander around to set up like it's night and I have a pair of sunglasses on. I just can't find it. I can wander around that thing. It's no, like, honey, you got to get in there and I make know, it work. It is funny. It's, I have that rambly, uh, you know, I don't want to blame it on any certain comedy scene, uh, like the alternative comedy scene or anything, but I do tend to have that kind of rambly way of delivering. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I have very right. set up punch stuff but I also tell stories and uh, I relate a lot you know talk about my own life a lot but I always think of it like <laughs> you know sometimes in straight worlds you think like it seems like guys straight guys think they have to trick you into sleeping with them I don't know you know what I mean yeah. like straight guys like don't just think they can come up to a woman and be honest yeah. that's how I feel sometimes with the audience and stand up I'm like <laughs> I'm gonna trick you into thinking I'm not telling you a joke right now that's how long it's gonna take me to find this setup for you and because slam, I'm gonna have a punchline. You're not gonna know what hit you. Like, how about that way of doing it? No? Okay. It's so fun though. But see, you know, it's great because, like, you know, it's, as I was sitting here trying to think of the comparisons <laughs> of how I can get the theater fans to understand that comedy is really a good form of theaters because you're gonna oh, it get, is. you we have to get up on stage and do a monologue every, every night. night. It's every the night. same exact thing as you know, think about doing a play every night, and every night you have to pretend this is the first time I saw that knife on that table. <laughs> and every time you get up and do stand-up, it's like, this is the first time I talked about that really shitty date I had. Exactly. You know? It happened 27 years ago, but it's the first. Oh, no, but I haven't done the joke in 15, so that's okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but and again, the art form in that. There is an art form to uh, that. There absolutely is. You know, so. There absolutely so, is. So. I have now figured out the bridge upon how now I can continue to do this Lavender Lab <laughs> The bridge of dreams between stand-up and theater. And stand-up and theater because we are doing monologues every chance we get on stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. A monologue. The beautiful part, though, I think that we have as comedians is that no one knows what we're going to say. So if we walk on stage and forget a joke, 
We're good Who to knew? go. Who knew? Who knew? I said that to Nikki so that. many times, and just I forget going. that myself. But sometimes there's an anxiety because you're just like, how did I? I knew. And then the thing is, and then I had this order, and then I had this plan. Oh, I and know. Then, but I have learned. I think part of that is because with my age now, I've learned to just. Sometimes you just got to let shit go, girl. It's good being 29, right? Isn't it? it? Really? <laughs> You've learned so much. I mean, God, you're almost 30 and it's so old. I can't, honey. I've, I've um, been owning it. I've been owning it now, girl. Honey, I have no... I have to own it. I, I mean, it's in print somewhere. Like, I have to... Okay, so here's how, you know, when you're talking with your friend and you know you with your friend. So many, many years ago, Allison and I were hanging out one night after a comedy show somewhere and we were just laughing and kikiing up or something. And I was excited because like, I think I was planning, was it like a birthday? My birthday show was coming up. I was doing a show in the East Village. I need to interrupt to say this is before it was called kikiing, probably. We didn't even that's know that old, existed yet. Honey, that's how old us bitches is. So we were, you know, having that moment where, you know, I said something about my age in front of Allison, and Allison just looked at me. And for the longest time, I kept thinking, that's really strange. And she looked at me because I just thought Allison was a, a lot, certainly younger than me. Uh I no. Oh, I, no. Love, I I gave you a look of recognition that you didn't realize. Like, like exactly, just you just don't open your mouth. I just like mouth. looked at you. I gave you like a side eye, and I was like, "Sister, you just you keep that under know. your hat. You don't know." And put a wig on it, and then a hat on it. And then many years later, now I read she's uh. got some article where women should stop lying about the age. I was like, I'll do anything to get published. <laughs> that was like I was like. I gotta get something in print here. It is oh. okay to own that you're 26. <laughs> Come on, America. Oh, oh my God. I'm so old, dude. I don't even care. I think I've crossed that threshold of like, um, you're just so old and tired, you just can't care anymore. You you're can't. just like, you know what? I. Like, I am. Are you are you doing online dating? What's your stuff? Are we allowed well, to talk yeah, about that talk in about the Lavender Lounge? Like, yes, in the Lavender Lounge. Because I'm now single again. Ah. Uh, I'm not single again. And so being single, you know, you know, you got to work the options. I mean. <laughs> and it's stressful. Well, stressful. this is the thing. I'm just, you know, you go through all these um, profiles mm-hmm. and everyone's like, I love to water ski in the morning and <laughs> I love to explore everything New York has to offer. And I travel and I have five dogs and then I do yoga on my head while riding with my feet. And I'm like, I just want my profile to be like, I used to be fun. You fucking missed it. Um. I'm so fucking tired right now. I can barely write this profile. I have a dog and a couch and I have everything on Roku. Please join me. Like, that's it. I'm like, I was, I'm like, I'm fucking 50. I'm not like, I don't give a shit. I saw it. I hung out in the East Village every fucking night. You missed it. Oh, shit. You missed me going out in a wig and people being like, who are you? And and I'm like, you know me. Like, you missed it. You used to work them heels. Oh, I can't even fit in those heels anymore. I got fat foot now. Like, it is so bad. Seriously. I'm like, is there not... Why is everyone in New York suddenly like... The minute they say, like, I I like to be healthy, swipe left. I'm like, I'm fucking... You know, like a bottle of wine and a fucking bag of potato chips. Netflix and chill like this. Like, and chill. I mean, chill. I mean, nap. I mean, nap. You're not... No sex. Don't touch me. That I used to be... That, I had a lot of that, too. You missed that shit, too. you missed all of that, honey. Oh, you missed it. Wow. But you know what, though? It's the truth. 
It's like now, I, and now, you know, my whole life has just basically come undone in the last year. Uh, so I have to, yeah, exactly. Uh, so now the idea of even thinking about all of that now, I can't do. Which, yeah. is, which is weird because, you know, that's like pretty much occupied most of my mind <laughs> for so many years, even in a relationship. I um, know. So... The, the so now having to like have priorities. So what does it feel like now? Because you just said the you said the number. I wasn't gonna say it. Oh, am I am I allowed to say the you number? Can, no, you can say okay. the number. We okay. can say the number. But it was just you know for the longest time, as long as I've known you, I always thought you were younger than me anyway. So Thank that you. was the thing. <laughs> so when you told me your real age that year, and I was like, we're the same. You're age. like, are you like, kidding? I fucking hate you. <laughs> Because of the heels and the dancing, and then you were doing the dance classes. Are you, who are you talking about the dancing? I was just thinking, walking up here, I'm like that. I was like, he's such a good dancer. Like, because he. I'm sorry, I know you can't see us right now, and I wish there were a video element, but you will. You're going to be seeing some of the dancing, but that's not even his best. Because his best dancing is his improvisational. I'm going to call it a, almost like a peppered with a little house mm-hmm. club thing that you do. Yes. And it is, it's like watching a ballet for a, an 18th of the price. And you know what? That's not a bad deal. I'm a bargain. That is, <laughs> date him. He's a, bar- a bargain. That's what your profile should say. It's just say, date I'm a bargain. bargain. <laughs> End of story. 1-800-HOUSE-GROUPS. Done. <laughs> Oh, Allison, uh, girl. I can't. I haven't talked to another person in years. Can you tell? <laughs> it's just me and my dog. I'm like so excited to talk to someone. Holy shit. Oh, my. You don't even know. That is like now that with Food Kick, I uh-huh. barely. Leave the wow. House. So you have it delivered. You don't even bother. It's the, ba- the really bad thing was when the alcohol delivery services started. <laughs> That's when it got bad. <laughs> That's when it was like, ye may never see beyond these four walls again. So, like, it got to be like, talk about a play. Man. Uh, how some of your people call me and we'll wow. just, yeah. Of how yeah. she's just odd relationships with all the delivery people <laughs> and their oh. judgment. Oh, no. There's one guy who always comes up, really cute black kid, uh-huh. like, he knows the dog. And then there's the kid who was like, you know, you can just deliver from my liquor store. You don't have to go through this other delivery <laughs> service. Cut out the middle man. So I called them the other day, and I'm like, yeah, I'm at this address. They're like, oh, we know you. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, well, at least they don't know my face if I knock the place over eventually because I have no money left. <laughs> oh, that's, do you do that? You ever done that thing where you start, like, you find a few different stores to buy your liquor at yeah, just so they don't think they you're, don't yeah, get all yeah, comfortable yeah, with yeah, you. with your, yeah. Oh, my God. They see you ever so often. They see me coming. There's, like, money signs in their eyes. Cha-ching! Here she comes. Here's get Olda Meyer. Get out her Chablis, honey. Chablis. Lady Chablis. Yes. Oh, God. It's so sad. It is so sad. Someone save me. Help me. Oh, Help awesome. me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, you know, it's it's crazy now. So in this world, the space of the time that you're in now, yeah. how how is the world of comedy treating you right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? Get in the line. It's an open call. <laughs> that headshot is eighty seven years old. It's <laughs> you're still you haven't waxed your brows in that headshot. That you are twenty five in that shot. Oh my god! You know what's funny? The same pain as an actor. I, 
There you go again. I mean, I, I'm just trying to bring the metaphors home to your acting people here. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, it's just, I have slowed down a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, again, because I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> because, you know, I was just talking about this with another friend, a performer in LA, who's a more, she does mainly storytelling, but we mm-hmm. were just like, at this point, oh, this is, I'm going to get kicked out of comedy for saying this. So just watch what happens. They're going to like do a lottery on me. They're just going to stone me to death. Um, they're going to be like, come on, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Shirley Jackson, that is. Um, <laughs> they, uh, it's just, I don't feel like being out at a bar at like 11 o'clock for a seven minute set every night anymore. I don't feel like it. So I, like what you're talking about mm-hmm. earlier, I'm ready now to do another show for me that I like to do with people I want to book, right. music. Right. I want to bring in cabaret mm-hmm. and drag and comedy, more of a variety thing. But um, if I can find a space, anyone. Hello, yes. But, um, you know, kind of the good old days like we used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because I want to find a way to make it fun for myself again and... Also, nobody here knows I do comedy anymore because I'm so old and they're all 25 and they're like, who, what? Yeah. Girl, you know, I... I Go to L.A. Everybody we know is out there. Uh Uh-huh. And then they're like, hey, do my show. Yeah. But I was like, I don't like L.A. L.A.'s weird. You know, there's a hummingbird there and there's a sun. It's kind of nice. I'm not going to... I feel like a traitor, but I'm not going to lie. I can't. You can't? mm -mm. Mm, Okay. One weekend and I was like, yeah, this ain't going to work for me. Like, this (laughs) is like... mm, I can come visit if I have a job and stuff to do, but I can't stay here on no extended period trying to figure shit out because it's not cute for me. And also because I'm not 25 anymore. And the idea of... Hauling my cookies across country now <laughs> needs to, it has to have a real big oh, payoff yeah. once I, I get there. I know. And that makes it, do you find that that makes it harder? Because I feel like, you know, like I'm like you. I, you know, I will go and do the occasional open mic if I feel it because yeah. I just need to kind of get out and, and get in front of the, the moment. But I'm, I'm a prefer my own show, have my own space, bring people I love and enjoy. I think that's and where it's at right that's, now. That's really what I miss. And I, so that's yes. what this kind of is going exactly. to become for now. Exactly. Until we can figure out how to do this someplace else and we can do a set and make it cute. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, well, we were both at Sean's show. Yes. Yeah. And that was super fun. This is a friend, our mutual friend, Sean Hollenbeck, who had a birthday show. And this was all of our old people. All of us. Who, just hanging out. You know, and it was such a blast <laughs> to see everybody and perform <laughs> in that room with those fun people. But... I mean, that's why I say go to L.A. because a lot, like, over the past, I'd say, 10 years easy, like, Mm -hmm. most of the people that I did stand-up with for all those years moved out to L.A. So those people get that I do stand-up. They know me. They know that I'm good at it. You know, I mean, it's all, who knows? But let me just say that. It's a familiarity. A familiarity. (laughs) They'll book me on a show (laughs) once in a while. But the, here, the kids are just the kids. The kids are vicious. The here, kids. Honey. The oh, kids. they'll cut you. They won't cut you, you. I sit sometimes in the in the open mic space, and, oh, and it's kind of fun for me because I think I don't have anything to lose. Right. I don't care right. enough to be mad, mad. I mean, I have some stuff I was working on, so I'm going to come here, and right. if I can get it out, I will. But if not... I still have a whole life of funding. So, yeah. you know. Well, that's I a look, great. I look at them and I'm like, boy, when you get to be more, you can you have some really interesting things to talk about. But I am really <laughs> pleased with that's some funny. of the younger people that I am seeing that are 
interesting. I, and ha- it's I good just for haven't me. been out. Who's like, I just haven't been out. Well, about. it's not, a, it's a matter of energies. I'm not, mm. I can't remember a lot of their names. Because, because how so, old we are. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the drugs. And the drugs. It does the wear drugs. away at your brain, kids. It's like that, that is they're like not, that egg in the pan. But they do, do what you need to do for you. <laughs> You do you. <laughs> you do you. You do you. I'm not encouraging. I'm just saying. <laughs> you live your lives. More people bothered to live, live their own lives, we wouldn't be in the situations we're in now. But yes. I digress. Yes. <laughs> but you know what I do find is that a lot of the younger kids are taking risks now that I, I'm glad to see that they're trying to take. Some of them, oh, good. they're falling down. <laughs> I'm miserably. glad, you know, I'm glad to hear. I'll like, keep coming back, come but, back to you for reports on it. You know, <laughs> I probably won't be there in person, as we know. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally like if they did an archaeological dig and they found me like holding like a mic in my claw-like hand, just like dead, so hard to pry out of it, you know. But you know, but you know the thing is though, it's like the the art of comedy though. It's like it's one of those things where we, it's very cool when you can do it. When you get the chance to really do it and you get the chance to really experience it and, and you know, and be able to bring everything mm. that you can bring to it. Like, I agree. I, I think that that's what makes it more of a show to me when I get the chance to do it the way I want to do it. You yeah. Know? And I do think there's something to be said for what you were saying earlier about you're going to have some really interesting things to talk about eventually. Because some people are just very good at comedy very fast, you know. Right. And, and they are great. And they're always going to be great. And... I think the people who are especially great are always going to keep growing and changing and improving. But I think what's fun about getting older as a stand-up is is that feeling of, oh, all of a sudden you have all this new stuff to talk about, a different perspective, and you finally get to the place where you're like, oh, you can kind of admit to yourself finally that like, oh, I I do know what I'm doing when I get up here. And you know, whether that means you succeed or fail in that moment, on that night, whatever that is. You just, you don't care. You're comfortable enough to grab the microphone and know that there's something funny going to come out of my mouth. If you can get to that place and just be like, whatever, here I go. Let's try this yeah. tonight. That's that's the that's the place that, you know, the good place to get to. And then, like <laughs> me, you get tired and stop. But that's... <laughs> But I gotta tell you, after all these goddamn years, I still have that. I still have those nights, and I still have that little piece of like, do they like me? You know. <laughs> and I'm not like I know some people. They could give a fuck. You know, they get up, and it's like I have seen them just like, you know, the audience just does not like them, and yeah. they could give a shit. And yeah. that is kind of where you have to get, not in a bad way, right? But you know, in a good way. See now, and I agree that you don't have to. Go up there and not give a shit about anybody because that that's a free well, there, thing. There's yeah. a freedom to that, yes. Yes. But but I think that you should also. This is what I think. Coming, getting older, and being in the mix long enough, and knowing yourself better, that when you walk into a situation where you feel like okay, they're not getting this, then you know yeah. that somewhere in your head there's a reserve of stuff that you know I can turn this moment around somehow. And right. if it starts with let me start with a ounce of crowd work enough to pull that piece of memory up and then then you have that whole brain full of stuff to fire because you've lived. Yeah, I'm I'm learning so much right now from you, you know? cuz I'm never been able to do that but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though since this is the theater lavender lounge crossover out. Um is that idea to me because when I started doing um stand up I had only, you know, done, you know, musical theater in high school and musical theater in college. Right. 
Um, and so I had, ex- and I was a dancer. So, you know, I had danced a lot. I'd been on stage a lot. And um, so I thought, oh, well, I know how to do this. You know, I know how to get on stage and deliver these quote unquote lines. And I always, and I remember a much more seasoned comedian saying to me, I was like, but I've been on stage a lot. And he's like, oh, that doesn't count for comedy. No, And I didn't really realize that for a long time. And I always looked at it like, I am in a play. I am saying these lines to my audience. Do not interrupt me. There is a wall here. I will say my joke about toy spelling in the Hollywood Hills, and then we will go on to the next joke, you know? It took me so long. And I'm still like, I'm not the best crowd worker. Like, I'm still scared of shit of them. I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't. We are not friends. <laughs> I do not know you like that. But I still have a little trouble with that because that's still toughy for me. But oh, I remember I used to just be like, here is my list and I'm saying these words in this way. <laughs> oh, and I have a friend who's amazing. She's she, Jen Kirkman. She just yes. did her second Netflix special. And um, she will just t- take her set list. And sometimes she'll do the same set list two different nights and not all the same jokes. She just does it. She just says it. Yeah. Whatever's for her in the moment. And she just, like it's like what you're talking about. She comes packed with everything. Yeah. And then as she goes, she's really living in that moment. She's really delivering everything in that moment. So maybe if you heard her last night, she told this joke, but tonight she's telling a different joke or something. Mm-hmm. And I watch that in fascination. I think that's I mean, that's though. that's where you get when you don't stop, when you keep pounding away <laughs> at it, which is why never give up. Unless you have a dog. Um, again, back to a dog, back to some wine. Never give up. Never give up your dreams. Don't let them take it away from you. <laughs> don't, don't let the 25-year-olds and their dick jokes get you down. Um, someone told There's me. meaning in the presidency. There's meaning. You can go out there and do it yourself. <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, but that's, that's sometimes it does. It feels like you are, you have to remember, you know, like the other day I did something, I was like, sit on stage. I'm like, I, you know what? I'm 50. And like, because I remember they called me up to the stage with Adam Sanction. I come up to the stage and I'm up there and I'm getting like this lukewarm reception. And it was like on a Thursday night. I was like, let me tell you all something. I am 50. And instead of sitting here being bothered with y'all, I could be watching Scandal. Thank so you. So y'all better give me something more than this or I'm leaving. Yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest. I could be looking at Carrie fucking Washington okay. right now. With you are not that good looking and all not right. that pretty. Okay. Shit. I'm, you know, but that's this is so funny because that's where my mind was. I'm like. The, you know, this is a lot of work for me to get up here on the stage and try to find some funny for free on top of that. Ugh, uh, well, no, no, that 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 show wasn't free. But I mean, you God know, bless, God bless those. I shows. don't mind. I don't mind a free show from time to time. But like, it's so funny though because it was just like, yeah, I, I could be having, I could be at home, <laughs> I know. and y'all up here like giving me half-ass claps. Like, oh no, honey, <laughs> we are not doing this. And you I know what though? It it is now at this age. And at this level of life experience, that I have no problem saying that exactly the way I just said right. it on any stage. Right. Because you are you get out of the place where there's some kind of rules that you have yeah. to follow, you know. Like, and, and when they look at me, I'm like, yes, I am a big homosexual. Now what? <laughs> Wait, that's I, a surprise for them? For some, they, it scares a few of them. Are they smart? Or can they... You know what it is? It's that they just don't want to own it. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear it. They have dreams for me. <laughs> 
I want to hear about these dreams. What do these dreams include? <laughs> a new they, car. They see me with their daughters, or their, <laughs> their nieces. Yeah, yeah. Their cousins think I'd uh-huh. be fun to be with. I. It's not going to happen. It's just. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I, in my head, you're constantly twirling, so I don't understand. <laughs> what, what are they? With like, a boa? Yes, of course. A There's something with a boa. You're twirling. Something's always trailing you. There's something in the wind. There's a piece of fabric. You know? It's a very Stevie Nixian thing uh, yes. I have when I think of you. Yes. And so I can't imagine How anybody needing, it. not, yeah, not knowing. How That's, they miss I it? Don't, I don't know. I think it's just they don't want to see. That's what it is. That's <laughs> the, kids, problem. the kids don't want to see. People just don't want to see, Keith. They and I think that. that's <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Lavender Laugh Lounge. They don't want to see. They don't want to see. Y'all need to see. That's why we're doing it like this so you can hear. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, we don't want them to see. We're starting with hearing. <laughs> Baby steps. Exactly. We don't Baby. want them to see, honey, because I'm not moisturized today. <laughs> I can't even talk about my hair right now. It's just amazing, though. So, Miss Miss Allison, so yes, what, what does the world... You know, the thing is, people don't know you have comedy albums out there. <laughs> what? Thank Ooh. you for making that more than one. Well, you know, I want to look, <laughs> I want, I want. look her up. Look me up, for She's God's sake. got a book sake. out there. She's got, got a book out there, a comedy album there's a floating lot of, around on the some iTunes. some writings that you got out there as well. Some writings, some writings. Well, what are you finding now that's really cranking your chain comedically? Like, who, who, I uh, mean, at this point now, what is, where, there's so much now. Where do you have to start? Isn't that incredible? Well, I am so happy for, um... Maria Bamford getting mm. her own show. Um, I think she is so amazing and so funny. And um, I think that show is so imaginative and sh- really shows what you can do when you really open up your head and your imagination. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. I love her show so much. And, you know, also just, as I said, Jen Kirkman. I, I'm going to go with the, a lot of ladies here because yeah. she's a very good friend of mine and just did her second Netflix special. And... I'm just glad to see that happening. These women are some of the best comics. I'm not saying right. male or female, just best comics, comics working right working. now. And so I'm I'm so happy to see that being recognized. That that means a lot. Yeah. I love it. Well, Allison, thank you for t- taking a moment and stopping I'm, in to spend time I feel in the so Lavender special. I feel so special. Thank you for having and, me. You know, periodically, if you guys are listening to the podcast, you might see a drop in. There's a special special graphic. So when you look on to me <laughs> on iTunes, you'll see this graphic. And if you're not into the comics, that's okay. That's I, your problem. I'm still talking to all of our Broadway fans. And Come on, Broadway fans. Love us, too. But love us, too. Love us, They too. like me. And, and I think when they if know they that, like you. They can enjoy everybody else. I think I so. I think it's good. So thank you, Miss so. Allison. Thank you. And we are going to be back. Boom. For more podcasts, go to Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play.